Alrighty. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Zeus with Bruce. Today we have on a special guest that I had met at the UPW event I told you all about. Sophia, welcome. Bienvenido. Hi. Thank you for having me here. I'm very excited. <laughs> Absolutely. And very excited to just know more of the backstory, how you're getting to where you are now. Um, for everyone who doesn't know you, let's give a little backstory. What's the story of Sophia and sort of how she got from point A, which is in the beginnings, to sort of where she is today? Okay, um, this could go many ways. Um, let's, let's do it in the sense of more taking the way of maybe upbringing a little bit, but also because mm -hmm. well, what you're doing right now is super fascinating mm -hmm. with health and fitness. Yes. So maybe if you want to segue into that, we can we can talk about. Definitely. So um, just a little bit about me. I am and grow up grew up in Florida, but my family is Ecuadorian. Um, and for health and fitness. So I am a health and fitness coach, a women's health coach. Um, and it goes into how I felt. Um, I was actually having a conversation with somebody yesterday. And one of the things that women struggle in the most is self-love and self-confidence. And I never had that self-love or self-confidence for myself. Um, when I was little, I was always a little bit bigger, but it was just the way I also viewed myself and living with a Hispanic culture as well. Um, you know, every time I went to go visit, uh, Sophia, you, you're a little bit faster, fatter or <laughs> um, mm. just all these comments and they would always get to me. And I was also a dancer, so I was always surrounded by uh, people that were very thin and um, just I, I didn't view myself in the way I should have. And as I grew up when I was 17, actually, I started losing weight, but I did it in the unhealthiest way possible where I was eating under a thousand calories and exercising like three times a day. But people started commenting and saying like, oh, wow, you look amazing, all this. And mm. I myself did not feel amazing. Um, I thought I did because it was I was smaller, but in a way I was miserable and mm. I got to weigh like 120 pounds and I still wasn't happy. I still didn't understand uh, why, why that was, but um, uh, all of this, it, I started to understand a little bit more. And as time, then I went to college and a lot of uh, life happened and oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've had many uh, there's a lot more to it all but in during that time I um, I went out and I kind of feel like I lost myself in certain aspects I discovered some things actually during UPW and some other retreats that I've been to of uh, memories that I pushed back of things that did happen and um, and I just I kind of lost myself in a sense. I lost hmm. like my health and my spirituality and my mindset. And after I graduated college, I was working as a nanny and just, I, again, I, I felt lost. Like I didn't know who I was. Hmm. And um, afterwards it got to a day where I was just like, Sophia, you can't do this anymore. Like you can't, you can't keep going this way because if I do, then something like you're not going to be living and you're going to just continue struggling. 
And so the first thing that I did was, okay, let's start getting fit, healthy. And so I started more with nutrition and it was something that I actually always loved and I left it behind. Actually, funnily enough, I started studying, um, I started studying nutrition in college and then I switched to early childhood education, which Mm. is what I graduated from. But I think in my heart, I think nutrition was always there. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so I started with like weight loss and, and this, and, and I still felt I was like, okay, something's missing. This isn't all that there is. So I started meditating and journaling. And um, then I was introduced into the world of Tony Robbins one day during COVID. Oh, and, during COVID? Yes, actually. Wow, so nice. It's funny when I say that this switch has been very fast per se. It's been um, exponential. Okay, there we go. <laughs> and... Um, I was sitting one day, I was helping my dad with something with his, uh, with his work. And I had been working as a teacher and I knew I didn't necessarily love that. Like I liked it. I enjoyed it. It's Mm. a beautiful profession. I love kids. Um, And I was watching the, I'm not your guru. And after that, I was like, there's something more, like Mm -hmm. there's more. And And it was just, it kept coming to me. And so one day I, I was also a huge people pleaser. I didn't really listen to myself or, or anything. And, mm. um, that, that is a, that is a big one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just so much you're saying resonates, not just with me, but I think with, uh, people who are, I mean, specifically even Latinos, I mean, myself, I'm Brazilian, so mm-hmm. you know, South American, Central American, yeah. the culture, the influence and how there is that, uh, reinforcement that occurs. Like, as you were saying, when you were, uh, younger and, yeah you started to lose weight, you were eating less than a thousand calories, working out three times a day. Maybe, maybe not, maybe it's not definitely not super healthy to do that with the reinforcements because before that you weren't getting, you weren't getting any of that. So then mm-hmm. now you switch your behavior, even, even though you perceived it as, uh, let's say being healthy or beneficial to yourself. In reality, it wasn't, but yes. with that reinforcement, it comes in. Exactly. So a lot of that comes in and it's, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's so uh, pertinent especially like you're saying with uh, with like women and like body image and things like that, how I think even now uh, they did some statistic where I think it's from 2014 to 2020, the like one of the most um, troubled groups, I, I don't know the descriptor, but mm-hmm. is as teenage girls, right? Because they're comparing mm-hmm. themselves with so many people on social media, body image, yeah. and it's just accelerating. So you're yeah. definitely speaking to a very specific crowd that is most likely going through something so similar mm-hmm. well if it helps anybody i'm happy to help yeah. because i know what it's like to be there and like the reinforcement that you were saying it, it was it was all about the reinforcement i was like i feel good but other people see that i was seeking so what i realized and this goes back then is i was seeking acceptance from everybody else except for myself um well, i remember <laughs> and and we don't realize that we don't realize that we're seeking all that acceptance from everybody but really what we need to seek is like that inner love that inner confidence that inner acceptance and once you have that then it's gonna make life a lot more beautiful and a lot easier we constantly try to change the environment around us too and the but if we change ourselves then the environment that we're in is going to change Hmm. But then like, let me ask you this then, what, what would someone's reason be 
saying, I can love myself all I want, but if other people don't like me, then who cares? You know, because some people actually think like this. And mm -hmm. if it's more if there's a quantity and it doesn't even matter about the depth, that if there is that reinforcement, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll work out five times a day. I'll eat 500 calories. So how do they combat that? And let's say if they're in a situation or anything like that, where it's just positively enforced. And even if you go on your phone, you know, before, if you go to school and then you leave, you're not going to get bullied anymore. You're not going to have those interactions. But mm -hmm. now when you leave school, you're in your bed, about to go to sleep, turn on social and all your girlfriends, they're just commenting on you. And it, how does one, how does one really tackle that? Um, if somebody is, are you, cause I think this could go, if you're, what I realized within myself, and this was something recent, it was that I was seeking acceptance for, from other people being somebody who I'm not. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't happy and I wasn't being true to the people that supposedly like me either. Mm. And this was in the past. And it's like, if I'm gonna have other people connect with me, I want them to genuinely connect with me for who I genuinely am. And if you are getting these positive reinforcements from Instagram and you don't feel healthy, or if you're on a journey to become and create healthier options and a healthier life, you have to make it known mm. and set, I, I don't like not boundaries, but set limits for yourself where it's on Instagram. I always tell people and my clients, it's if you are on Instagram and after you get off, you feel worse about yourself or you feel more drained, then you are not following the right people. Mm. And yeah. so look, you have to look for people that fill you up and that goes for people in your life and for people that you follow and you that inspire you and motivate you. And that's all I wish to ever do. Like my intention is never to be like, oh, like get off, get off your butt and start moving. It's mm -hmm. let's create these, this, all this habits for the right reasons, because mm -hmm. we can be doing the same exact habits. I can be working out and eating healthy and doing everything, but the intention behind it is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. I say, if I exercise to lose weight or if I exercise because it feels good and to get stronger, it's the same exact thing, but two completely different intentions. Mm, yeah, wow. So you're, so you're saying focus on the intention behind it, not just because it provides you a different result, uh, but also, you know, whenever I'm speaking with anyone, whether with coaching or anything, just development-wise, it's always reminding them about, you know, how the why comes first and how second, uh, reasons come first, answer second. Because mm -hmm. if you focus, uh, if you don't focus on the, the why, you're just being pushed. Right? Yes. Like the intention, like you're being pushed. But if it's uh, genuine, like you're saying, there's more of a pull. And like gravity, you can't really fight the pull. Exactly. The current of the ocean, it's only going to keep pushing it mm -hmm. and to, to run with it. Definitely. Yeah. That's beautiful. Okay, powerful. And you managed to turn this into a career. Uh, yeah. <laughs> C CEO, right? Which is awesome. Definitely awesome. Of SoFit. Maybe I'm incorrect with how I yeah. said it, but this is right. Let's talk a little <laughs> bit about how you navigated this area because even just starting a business is incredible, but also <laughs> one where you managed to turn pain, right? This was a painful yeah. experience for you growing up into a passion and then turning that passion into one that can help others and even bring in the finances, which are always important. Mm -hmm. um, what, what was that journey like? It's been, uh, it's been quite a journey. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's still my baby. It's still uh, there you go. amazing. And um, 
so actually after I, I was saying that I I decided I realized that teaching was something that I loved but it wasn't my passion I saw other teachers when I start when when COVID started they were all coming in and they were all super excited and they're like yeah we're creating these plans and everything and I was like I don't have that excitement I'm like but I want that excitement about what I do mm-hmm. and and then I realized that and I, and I kept taking everybody's opinions, right? Like, what should I do? What, what should happen? And, and I was like, Sophia, you already know the answer. So what I did was um, 24 hours of silence. I, it was, it was something that came to me one night. Like I was, I was going to go to bed and I was so like jumbled up with all these things coming into me and like, you should do this or you shouldn't do this or you should go back to Ecuador. Cause I was teaching in Ecuador. You shouldn't go back. And I was just so confused and I didn't know what to do. And I was like, Sophia, tomorrow you're doing 24 hours of silence. Mm. And those 24 hours, it's, it's because I think so many times we look for answers from everybody else and we look for everybody else's opinions and what, what they have to say. And I was like, when was the last time I actually truly listened to myself? And so I took that time and I realized I'm like, teaching is not what I want to do. Um, And it was really hard for me. I was like, how am I going to tell my parents? Like, this is what I studied. Um, And I was like, I'm not sure what I want to do. But I had always had like, when I was teaching actually in, in Ecuador, like I already had all these ideas about nutrition and health and like true health because I had already started my journey. And but at that time, I still didn't feel 1000% about myself. Um, I actually saw this journal entry a while back where it was like, this is like, I had lost 20 pounds at that time. And I was like, this is the only way that I feel I can be accepted by everybody around me. Hmm. And feeling that, like, I see that now. I'm like, I can't believe I used to feel that way. And that's the criteria you built for yourself. And yes. that's the mark that you had, you had put. Yeah. I used to have that. And so I remember the next day I went up to my dad. I'm like, I don't know exactly what it is that I want to do, but I know what I don't want to do. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, It's it's funny how we're, I think we also talked about that, how knowing like we focus so much on what we don't want. Right. And then it's weird because we never actually ask ourselves or ultimately figure it out Mm -hmm. uh, what we do want. Mm -hmm. Like we, we know what we want to avoid. Uh, mm-hmm. Avoid all that pain. Sure. Avoid pain. Yeah. What's the thing that's going to bring you pleasure? Where's, where's that <laughs> going to come from? Exactly. So that's when I decided I'm like, go on that journey. So I started, I started working at Whole Foods for a little bit and I was looking into all of this. I hired my own coach and um, one day, I and I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but because I had already been considering this over time, I was like, I'm going to be a coach. And like help people because I had already started but at that time it was like only health and fitness like that was my idea and and then I started uh I started a coaching school and well a certification and I started applying everything that I learned into my life and this one the one that I did was um Institute of Transformational Nutrition which I loved because it was mind body that again sorry what kind of nutrition Institute of Transformational Nutrition. Okay. It's a, okay. Sorry, I said yeah. that a little faster. No, it's all, it's all great. I just was like, wait, did I miss that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I really loved it because it was mind, body, and spirit. 
And mm. that's where we have to have those three pillars. Um, so fit movement, actually, um, the motto that I have for it is fit body, fit mind, fit spirit, where we can be fit in every aspect of our lives. It's not about body or shape or size. It's health, like true, true health. And for How true, you, let me ask you real quick, Sophia, before we continue, because I yeah. had someone on before where we were talking about health with a large focus on it. Mm -hmm. um, how would you define uh, health? Health. Um, oof, that's a good one. Yeah, because I, I mean, I know there's the health is energy and then health is uh, body of uh, mind and spirit, everything that's connected and functions. For someone who's within this field and this is what you've really invested in, how would you define that? But, and then continue. Just uh, yeah. curious for that, Mark. Um, vitality, energy, balance. Mm -hmm. I think so many times... I mean, it's a balance of the way that we think, the way that we uh, live, like our physical body as well. That's super important. But the way that we think is going to play a huge part into that, the way that we deal with our emotions, the way that uh, we live out our spirituality, which I think is very important as well. Um, all the creating this balance in between it is what is going to give us true health because it's like a it's like a three bar stool, like mind, body, spirit, if you're, you focus all on, on just your body, you're still going to feel that something's missing. Like that time when I was like, okay, I'm, I'm skinnier, I'm smaller, because that's what I thought was health then. That's what I thought was important. Wow. Yeah. The other aspect of my life was down. Yeah. Yeah. It's so important. That's really why I asked for the definition, because it's how, what are your parameters? What's your measurement? Mm -hmm. And if health for you is just super skinny. Mm -hmm. Sure. And then if, if that's your focus, you know, uh, that's where your energy is going to go. And then yes. you're ultimately going to work to achieve that. Yes, yes yeah. definitely. So I think that would be just being able to live out that balance every day of your mind, your body, your spirit, um, dividing time into into yourself, into your work, into your family and friends. Because um, so many times we try to focus all on one thing and you're going to feel off balance. A hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. E even now, I mean, I've just been really working just crazy hours and uh, I did actually injure my neck. So I haven't been able to really work out for the past two weeks, but even then I've been focusing solely on one aspect of just the body or of a mission and then neglecting the other parts. And it's crazy because the mind over matter part is actually working quite well. So I think I have the energy because the pull is so strong. But even then, there are some parts of the body that are kind of not breaking down, but they're giving way a little bit because they're mm -hmm. not being nurtured, nourished, stretched even. Almost like you're saying with the, with the, uh, the stool with the three legs. Yeah, I mean, you got to find a way to support the, the balance and support the yeah. seat or you're going to fall. Definitely. And I think it's always going to be like, there's always going to be like a little wobble, you know, because uh, you're always going to be focusing yeah. on one thing. And it's like, okay, how do I create this balance? But as long as you're constantly trying to, to find that balance, I think it's very important. Whereas if you're just focusing on one thing, and you leave everything else behind, then it's the same thing if you only focus on mindset, but then your body isn't in shape and everything. You're not going to find that energy and that vitality that you're looking for. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe it's like that Latino, Latina thing where if there's a, a table or a stool with the legs and one of them's wobbling, you get a piece of paper and then you fold <laughs> it 
and then you just put it underneath. Put it on. <laughs> so I, yeah, you, you got to fold it, create maybe like half an inch, and then you just put it. Yeah. Uh, the only problem with that though is it's not a permanent solution, and it's just a temporary fix. It's kind of like a bandaid. Yeah. Uh, it works, but for the short term. Only for so long. Exactly. But yeah. but yes, finding that balance between all three. Is Excellent. Very- and then and then you've been doing you've been doing uh, SoFit mm-hmm. for it's not like it's been a year. It's been a little less, a little more. SoFit started in July, actually. So this okay, was cool. because I was working as a health and fitness coach with another coach. I was working for her, and um, things changed a little bit, and she. We, I feel like I thought we had the same mission in a way where it's about creating true health and self-love and self-confidence. And like, I, I have the way I have ways of doing it and really creating this a lifestyle and making sure that everybody's doing it for a right reason. And, and all my clients are lifestyle clients. They're not preparing for a competition or anything where it's like, follow the macros. You have to exercise every single day. You have to do all this. And that's not what a lifestyle is, right? Like things are going to happen and helping them create that balance and that love for themselves and a love for the process. Because if you feel that you're being like bogged down every single day in a way, then you're not going to love it. And you're going to like, this is too hard and they're going to give up. Um, so that happened and she changed some, she changed the name of the program to the Bad Bitch Blueprint. Bad Bitch Blueprint. Yes. And that love, just love. didn't sit well with me. Well, I, I like the name. I don't know about the Yes, name. yes. That, that is well, a really sick name. I mean, it is a cool name. I, I completely agree. <laughs> and, I was like, da, 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 da. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds amazing. But at the same time, that's not me. And it's not the message mm. that I send out. Because she was telling me that she was looking for somebody who cursed and who sold, like, parts of me that it's not me yeah. at all. And so I, and she just wanted to focus on the physical transformation. I'm like, she technically, she's like, I want to focus on the transformation. I'm like, which type of transformation are you talking about? And it was just the physical one, like the pictures. I'm like, that's, that's not the thing that matters the most. I mean, like, yes, I'm going to get them there and they do get there. But if this hasn't changed and their heart hasn't changed, then I haven't done my job right. I haven't completed my mission. Wow. And like and, you're saying with the mission, because they're too, and mission again is pull. Exactly. Pull. Exactly. And it just didn't sit right with me. So we parted ways. And, um, and I, and when, when that happened, I had one of my clients, she, when we started, she had told me that she had never been able to tell herself that she loved herself that she had never had confidence to wear certain types of clothes, like all these things. And we had been working for three months and she goes on and says, Sophie, I never, I never thought I could love myself and love life this much. Wow. Look at that. Oh my goodness. That turnaround. So yeah, you're literally getting someone from, and like, this is part of your mission, right? You mm-hmm. didn't go with the bad bitch blueprint. Yeah. You're focusing on like your mission, the health all around. And what does that feel like to have that, even just that first person or even one person have that turnaround and say something like that. I literally got chills. It's, oh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful. I mean, because I, I mean, I've been in that situation too. And exactly. it's like, I know what it's like to go from that place to complete love for oneself. 
and having them say that and I'm like I made the right choice wow that's that's beautiful that is beautiful excellent hopefully there's more momentum that goes on with this and of course with the compounding it's just going to continue Definitely. with with all of this I mean there's so much progress so much that has been done now of course I'd like to talk about all the successes right here that happened Yes. But within this journey and also just going up and this not to necessarily be with career-wise with SoFit, but just something else that we like to talk about, uh, of course, growth and all this stuff, mm-hmm. but an area where there was a failure, quote unquote, uh, or a lesson and what you managed to take away from it um, that you feel would resonate or even one for you. That's quite, that's just kind of always there, always uh, in the back of your mind. Hmm. Ah, there's so many. <laughs> there's so many lessons. There we go. So many yeah. lessons. Yes. <laughs> Actually, it's I I was uh I did part of Date with Destiny. No way, this past week? Yes. Uh wow, like, nice. Oh wait. Oh see my my time is <laughs> I know time is I'm like I it's the eighteenth of December. What is going wait. on? <laughs> it's the eighteenth? Wait, I thought it was the nineteenth. Oh my okay. point, maybe. <laughs> Anyway. The point being is time times a contract, yes. Um, and then part of day with destiny. And we were doing this exercise um, called the blessing, and it's just filling with gratitude. And in that, um, I had all these memories flood in, first like amazing, beautiful memories, and then it was all these challenges and people that hurt me or that I felt hurt me, and um, all these events. And I started to understand why each one happened and why each event happened and each situation happened. Um, And it was absolutely, absolutely beautiful. So I guess with my biggest failure, um, I'm trying to think of one certain situation right now. So you're saying one with, uh, from Day With Us and you were learning or you were going back to a lot of moments and you figured out what had caused that to happen and you previously viewed it as a failure, but you learned something, you're saying. Um, I'm, I'm drawing a blank right now. <laughs> okay, that's all right. Sometimes, some, you know what it is, when we manage to turn the failures into lessons, it's just one massive education that we get. And there's just such a plethora of options. No worries. I mean, I there we, I mean, we could use the example of me trying to lose like which which sounds like a huge accomplishment for me was getting to that weight right of 120 pounds it was what I thought was the biggest thing but I failed because I didn't love myself and I failed because I didn't have confidence and um and I and I really I didn't understand I didn't understand why that was um so I guess there it was afterwards learning that it's not about creating and getting to a certain number looking a certain way it's if you are going to start this journey it's learning how to love yourself from the beginning doing it out of love digging into that why because if we do that why out of I want to look better I want to be skinnier or I want to have a boyfriend it's like then you're not gonna you're not gonna dig in deep for it so when I, when I start with my clients, it's why do you want to lose weight? Because I want to have 
more confidence. I want to look better. Why do you want to look better? I want to have more confidence. Why do you want to have more confidence? And wow. So, yeah, yep, yep. I just keep going through the why to get to the root. Digging in deeper. And mm. it turns out that some of them want to do it for their kids. Um, mm. Some of them. And honestly, right now, I'm actually focusing on mothers because I think that once mothers have that self-confidence for themselves and that self-love and prioritizing themselves, then they're going to be able to show that to their children as well. Uh, I had a client the other day tell me, she's like, Sophie, I told my, my daughter, I said in front of my 15 year old daughter that I hated the way I looked and I hated my body. Oh no. And, and she was aware and she's like, I don't want my daughter to grow up like that. I don't want my daughter to grow up with that lack of self-confidence and lack of self-love that I have for myself. And I'm like, well, the first thing is that's really important is that you created that awareness and you're making and making changes about it. So talk with her. Um, but I realized that that is my focus right now of helping mothers create that inner self-love or to, soon to be mothers. I mean, we're all soon to be mothers, hopefully. <laughs> but Or, or mother, mothers, yeah, at the moment, yeah. Yes, exactly. And just women in general create that self-love and self-confidence so that way they can pass it on and hopefully their children would not have those problems. Oh, beautiful. So yeah, learning. So it's, it sounds like uh, the, the lesson you learned was really what kind of definition you're having, what is the, the end goal and learn like, not the, not that it was a failure, but just learning that you were going down, you were doing something for a reason that wasn't mm -hmm. the ultimate reason. It was more just a, an, a, an illusion kind of. Mm -hmm. It was, it was what I thought was an accomplishment. Mm -hmm. And I didn't like when you got there, it was why don't I feel the way I expected to feel? Mm -hmm. So in a way it was, did I fail? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Powerful. Yeah. It's not just getting to the destination, it's the journey. And then also once you're there, some, I mean, most of the time it's not always what you really even want. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm. Yeah, I think we really got to work on figuring that out because I think it over, uh, not just with health and anything like that, but within any other area. And, you know, why do you want to become, uh, quote unquote, financially rich? Let's just say, uh, oh, so I can uh, travel everywhere. OK, why? Oh, because I want to see the world. OK, why? Like you're saying, we come with that why ladder, you really get to the root. And not that it's a bad thing, because maybe that end goal is very valuable. It's just figuring out why, because then again, it can pull you better. And because yeah. the push is always going to run out the yes. pull. I, I mean, that's really one of the analogies I love just with how it's like gravity. You can't really fight it. The pull is going to keep you, keep you going. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Actually, now that you mentioned the whole thing with the why we did this um, exercise this weekend, I was at a trade seminar and I was trying to understand like, they're like, why are you here? And so they had us do like this exercise where it was write down four people you love four things you love four places that you love that you feel at home and then four goals that you have and so then you write down all, all 16 of them and then they're like cross out four cross out four cross out two cross out one and you're left no with way two. no way that's great that's so right great. That's and you're so left great. with two or three and i was left with my parents and and it's i'm here because i want to be able to spend quality time, like have that financial freedom, have that like that time freedom to be able to spend that quality time with my family and the people I love. Hmm. And I think that's, 
a beautiful reason because it's it's 1000% true when you have that freedom then being able to do all that um exactly yeah so I think that was a beautiful exercise to understand that why for that um yeah no I, I like how they ask you a handful of whys or a yes. handful of which one do you, which ones do you love and then have you cut them down yeah <laughs> I was like oh like the first things yeah. were like things I don't need that exactly. and then afterwards it was like <laughs> right yeah I mean because at the core of it and I mean for me it's like I mean come on we could love more than one thing Mm-hmm. But it is sort of getting to the to the root. Exactly. Says that. That's a exactly. great exercise. So you're saying just write forth uh, things you love, people you love, goals you have, and then narrow them down, and then figure yeah. out. Whether, okay, that's a great exercise. I'm gonna I'm gonna borrow that. Yeah, borrow. definitely. I'll, that's why I had I'll to give say it back. It. <laughs> I'll give it back. I'll, I'll give it back. Don't worry. <laughs> take it. Take it. Uh, excellent. So we want to tackle uh, this area I like because I like seeing how people. Uh, what they kind of resonate with historically. So we try to go to, if you had to have a coffee like you had this morning mm-hmm. with a historical figure or someone who really just kind of influenced you or that you find fascinating, who would that person be? What would you want to talk about? And um, how would it, how would it go? Like, what, what would you guys do? Coffee with a historical figure. Hmm. It doesn't have to be anyone super quote unquote serious, just someone in, in life that, you know, mm-hmm. could be Rumi, this, this poet. <laughs> could be anybody and i don't um, know why i just came up with rumi uh, rumi's been on my mind a lot lately i don't know why who is rumi uh, a poet a poet okay. uh from i think like a couple hundred years ago uh, very popular had had a book or something like that i mean i actually could be totally wrong but just a very famous poet mm-hmm. um oof, i should have thought of these before <laughs> oh, see <laughs> <laughs> um i'm not exactly sure hmm. i think i mean not necessarily a historical figure but my grandmother on my dad's oh. side on your dad's side okay yes i never i never got to meet her but i've heard such beautiful things about her and she was a very loving and contributing person and um I think she she found that love for herself in so many aspects. And I think learning from people in our generation is something that's beautiful because it helps us uncover and understand ourselves better, our parents better, our lives better. Um, and being able to meet her and hear her stories and see how she grew up would give me a lot more understanding about the way I grew up in a way. And you could even learn more, not like, yeah, your your background and learning about her story, right? I mean, history, her story, right? Yeah. But yeah, it's it's true. Someone who has that context and has sort of the beginnings, right? Like for me, the first time I met my grandparents consciously, like, because I did when I was three, but that doesn't really count. Yes. And even my great grandma was in 20, 2012. Are they in Brazil? In Brazil, yeah. I mean, okay. like 90% of my family is in Brazil. Mm. And yeah, just meeting her, I, was, I felt like I was connected to a whole different world. It was incredible. Because yes. like yeah. you're saying, that's like, what was the context? What was the upbringing? And just being able to speak with them. Fortunately, I did have the chance. She actually passed away like a month after that, which was just, mm. I mean, amazing timing that I was able to go. That's and cool. yeah, you just you can just learn so much. And there's mm-hmm. so much value from the uh, how is it in spanish uh abuelas right mm-hmm. from yeah, the grandmothers uh, grandfathers and 
Definitely. It's understanding that, um, like that generational bringing of like everything, like we always carry it in. And I did this exercise where it's understanding this and I saw like this vision of like generation after generation and after generation. And that's probably why it came to me because I understand more of my mother's upbringing in a way because I, mm-hmm. I know my grandparents on her side, but not on my dad's side. And so being able to understand that a little bit more would be absolutely, it would be a blessing. It would be beautiful. Oh, it would be such a blessing. And it's, yeah, like you're saying, understanding how your uh, paternal grandma, your paternal grandmother, yeah, mm-hmm. how she had raised your father and then your father raises you. You can kind of see the influences, see, because a lot of things, or a lot of the ways that parents teach their youth or their kids, it's not just by random, right? It's a lot of how they've been influenced. Yeah. So have, having the background. Powerful. Mm-hmm. I, I like that answer a lot. Um, and mm-hmm. she's a historical figure, you know. Yes. I mean, history is anyone who's been, you know. In, in history. She yeah. made history. Yeah. She made history. I mean, she she had the the son who ended up having you. So without her, you wouldn't be alive. Uh, That's yeah. kind of incredible if you think about it. Mm-hmm. She's the OG. She's the OG, <laughs> the, uh, the original grandma, original grandma. Yes. So th- this other part, which I, I love this, I love the suggestions we hear from people is, let's say a, a book or a movie or a podcast that you recommend that you've read uh, or maybe even one of your favorites that really just resonate at the core with Sophia. Yes. Um, so many. A book okay, actually I was just talking about yesterday. It's called The Audacity to be Queen. Oh, wow. I got to write that. Down. I mean, I'm going to add these in the bottom, yes. but The Audacity to be Queen. Um, it's by Gina Devi. And I think it's very beautiful. Just so a lot of women and females uh, lose their femininity, right? And it's, we live in a very masculine world um, where everything, and, and, and it's beautiful. I mean, masculinity is beautiful. Femininity is beautiful. But um, sometimes femininity ha- has been seen as weak. And so using that and tapping into your queendom in a way. Queendom, because, I love this. I love this. <laughs> because um, there's a difference between a princess and a queen. And it goes into kind of making the life that you wish to create um, using that. And I think it was absolutely beautiful. It helped me actually because of that book was when I realized um I remember there was this thing where she says, if you don't leave that job, that job is going to leave you. Whoa. And that was that was the day that I've we 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 have very strong intuition. We know we know what we want to do and sometimes we don't oh. listen to it. And I remember I was walking and I listened to that. And this was back when I was uh doing the bad bitch blueprint and I knew I was like, I need to leave. I need to leave. I need to leave. And that quote came up and I'm like, that's me right now. And the next day, three hours later, I had that conversation and we split ways. And I was like, three hours later. Yeah, it was. And I'm like, yeah, that was (laughs) was true. Um, But that book is absolutely beautiful. And I, I think it's very necessary for any woman out there that needs that little push to kind of start living that life that they wish to live and what living that life that they wish to desire and start seeing them as the queen they really are. I love, well, yeah, I love the title, The Audacity to be Queen. And one point that you mentioned with um, how uh, femininity has, I mean, it's become so, uh, 
masculinized that may be the word for that uh, and even also the opposite with uh, uh masculine energy has become so feminized yes and both are beautiful as you say it's which one is more true to yourself because mm-hmm. as uh something that we both know is when you get in states of stress or fear you get very tense you actually the either whether you're masculine or feminine you yes. actually go to the opposite to over kind of compensate or just support mm-hmm. and any kind of polarity that you would have with another individual or even the ability to stay constant with yourself goes out the window. Yes. And it's a massive problem because you're not really being authentically yourself okay. and you're just not lying to yourself, but you're, you're acting in a way that's not the most conducive to your well-being, your health, how you mm-hmm. can operate in a place that's the most beneficial. Definitely. That's, that's, that's an awesome recommendation. <laughs> by, by Gina DeVee? Yes. It's Gina D-E-V-E. DeVee. Um, I also love, um, where is it? I don't have it down here. Um, you are a badass. Oh, is this the one that has like a yellow cover? Yes, I have it right I, here. Yeah, right here. I, I, gave that, I gave that to my aunt for Christmas, maybe four yeah. years ago. <laughs> that was the yeah. first book, like self-help book that I ever read. No way. And That's incredible. I think, wow. it, I think I'm pretty sure it was. And I read that and I was like, I, and it resonated so much with me and I absolutely loved it. And I, rec- I remember I recommended it to one of my friends and she was like, oh, I read it. I hated it. And I was like, why? And she was like, because I kept telling to love yourself and love yourself. And I was like, yes. And I was like, and I think that it can be hard for people who, like I've gotten the comment a lot where it's self-love is selfish or you lo- if you love yourself, then it's selfish. And so for some people, it can be very hard to come up with that idea of self-love if you are so far from loving yourself. Hmm. So you're saying if you're so far from loving yourself, even the concept of loving yourself can be viewed as selfish. It can be viewed as selfish or something that's impossible or, hmm. or it's like saying like right now, yes, I'm going to be a billionaire. It could be, I'm like, I can see it out there. I mean, now, now I can see it because I like you have all these these ideas and after you work through so many things, but in the past you would have told me something like that, and I would have been like, that's that's impossible. Like, I'm never going to be able to reach anything near that. Or, um, and and I'm, I don't even, billionaire is not my goal, but it was, yeah. a, it was a number. Any that, large goal, any large goal that you can't even imagine it and comes from a place of like love and mm-hmm. if it's with the fear of, you know, you won't be loved or you're not enough, yeah. prevents everything from taking place. Exactly. But Perfect. that book is, I, I really loved it. I think it's a good starter book for, kind of seeing that power that you have within yourself and Mm. that energy that you have within yourself and that really um, we are in control of our lives. And I think that's the scariest thing when people feel attacked in a way when you tell them the way, the life that you're living right now, you can change it like this. Mm. And that's scary. Yeah, that is scary. A lot of the times, I mean, even I've been guilty of that as well is blaming all the external circumstances and mm-hmm. uh, there are external circumstances that could limit your abilities or let's say even you know, like lack of resources sure but like we're saying it's the being resourceful and finding ways to do it mm-hmm. and of course there are things that are unequal that are unjust and that's all objectively true yeah. and although that may be the circumstance that you were born in it's really your responsibility to do what you can in order to fix it or to remedy it Yes. Uh, which sounds so tough, though. It sounds so difficult to do. 
it sounds difficult, but then it's controlling the things that you can because there's if we focus again, if we focus on all the things that we can't do and the things that we can't control and the things that we still can't yet do, then it's gonna make life difficult. But if you focus, I, I was literally I journaled this morning. It's life is hard if you choose for it to be hard. Life there, life doesn't have to be filled with um, hate. Life doesn't have to be filled with struggles you choose to see it and view it that way. And it's the same thing where like, if you choose to view life as beautiful and life as like filled with opportunities, is, is this a, is this a problem or is there an opportunity? Wow. You're going to face it completely differently. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. That's such a great point. And yeah, like the event that occurs and what is the story you're going to follow? And it's about the presupp- presuppositions that we use. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come you know, why does this always happen to me? You you reinforce it. You believe that. Um, yeah, even as of recently, I think something had happened yesterday. With I, I mean, my days are so odd at this point. But yeah, I just told myself, or maybe it was because I was driving. And, you know, the nature of driving, there will be incidents that there's yeah. miscommunication and hopefully not an accident. But things happen. And then, you know, maybe I was in the wrong. And I, the person was upset and gestured to me using... Um, an appendage on their hand, <laughs> we can say. So then I thought, oh, wow, shoot. And I thought, wow, did I mess up? Oh my gosh, like, what's, like, I'm wrong with this person, so I'm angry, so mad. And then I just, yeah, like you were saying, I thought, okay, what can I learn from this? Uh, this person, they're just trying to meet a basic need. Like yeah. One of their rules were violated by me, potentially. Yeah. And separating that person, who that's not necessarily who that person is, but that's how they're reacting in this moment out of fear and out of a rule being violated and a need not being met. Yes. I always, really in those situations, I always think that they need to go to the bathroom very quickly. Wow. That's actually a great way to look at that. Okay. Yeah. So we were saying, yeah, okay. I see that. They're cutting you off or whatever it is. Like, I just think maybe they just need to go to the bathroom. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm stealing. Oh, I'm going to borrow that. And the, um, the wise. Take it. Wow, those are great. Okay, so yeah, no, those are actually really great. And with the, the you are the badass, finding ways to realize that within yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you say this is more geared towards women specifically, or is it no, both? Men men or both but it's for both. Men and women. So, okay, men and women. Yes, the queen. I would say mostly feminine. Sure. Yeah. I mean, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's, there's another, I haven't personally read it, but a friend of mine was telling me it's called The King Within. Nice. Okay. I'm going to look at it. I haven't read it, but uh, maybe there's something there that could okay. be. It was very funny because we were looking at our, at our, at our um, Audible playlist and I had the audacity to be queen and he had The King Within. And I was no really way. Great. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That, that's really great. Yeah. That, that's really great. So wait a second. How did this work? What? That's is, yeah. is there, is there, um, I mean, I'm sure there are, um, but one or two movies that stand out that resonated that gave Sophia that push or that pull or just really expanded your perspective. Um, hmm. well, for me, first of all, the documentary of the, <laughs> I'm not your oh, guru, that's, that's a, that's a basic, insane. if you haven't been introduced into the Tony <sighs> Robbins world, then that's, that's a big one, because I think that for me was the one that showed me like, Sophia, there's, there's more to this. And, and then for another movie that I loved was The Ultimate Gift. Oh, okay. 
Well, I never heard of that. It's 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 really it's I don't know how old it is, but it's beautiful and it's about you see the character development in this one one man. Um, he was supposed to be giving an inheritance, and his grandfather passed, and it turns out that um, he needs to go through all these gifts or um, tasks in order to gain the inheritance, and you see the transformation in him as time goes on. And I just think it's absolutely beautiful because we could be given things so easily, right? I could be, if, if we're given everything, if we reach the top of the mountain and we're just placed there, we're not going to embrace it. We're not going to love it as much as the journey up there and the hike up there and the struggles and the beautiful moments and the laughs and the memories that you create. Um, it's, that's part of what life is. And so 100%. the person that you create along the journey, the person that you become along the journey, you're going to reach that top of a mountain in a completely different way. So, so true. It's not what you uh, obtain, it's who you become. Mm-hmm. And that's that, a similar idea. And I had a friend in Israel when I was living there and we'd talk about this and we'd have so many of these discussions mm-hmm. and great friends, just some different uh, perspectives. And he was saying, he was saying, no, dude, I don't want to work for anything. I don't care. I just want it. I mean, I'm chilling. That's the best way to live life. And I mean, sure. But I think like you're saying, it's who you're becoming in the process because once you get everything, you don't have the sense of fulfillment, the dignity, the self-respect, something that you earn. And who do you become throughout that journey if you just get everything like that? And there's, I mean, who do you become? There's there's no, like, you don't build the muscle. You don't... Yeah. Um, a challenge yourself test yourself and things like that exactly we were given all the things that we were handed that i wanted in the past then i mean you would get them and then you'd be like okay now i want more and you would have learned nothing yeah yeah that's so that's so spot on did you say you lived in israel i did yeah i did live in israel yes oh wow that's i was there for about a year yeah that's amazing yeah. and then actually i mean before that i lived in morocco for a year so that's yeah. like a whole other thing Wow. Um, yeah. And just, just being there, uh, just really, yeah, just different perspectives. And I mean, I'm always for that. Um, not that I agree with them. I mean, I definitely am very opinionated. I have my opinions for sure, Of course. but you, you see different points of view and yeah, exactly. just, just learning from it. Definitely. Uh, and also for myself though, I did used to think, no, man, are you crazy? No, just give me everything. Look, it's all about perspective. I'll be very content. Trust yes. me. And you will be content, but maybe, not as much as you perceive it to be and further the reason. Yeah, because I mean, once you get there, sure, it's enjoyable, but then who did you become? If you had, if you get everything, but you didn't grow in the process, oh my goodness. I mean, what do you get? What do you get? You get certainty, but you don't get the growth. Yes, that is yeah. very true. And that Are, is, there, is there another book movie or uh, is there a podcast that's coming in? I mean, of course, Zeus with Bruce, but... <laughs> yes, of course. Um, of course. It's funny. I actually started a podcast a year ago. Excellent. Okay. One episode, and then uh, you said one episode. Okay. I only did one episode, and I stopped. But okay, that's all right. Like, after doing this, I'm like, I think it would be amazing to restart that. So maybe. Okay. Maybe, okay. Maybe it'll be something there. Um, a podcast that I listen to a lot. Um, and I haven't listened to many podcasts recently because I've been listening mostly to audibles and books and uh, I have like thousands of books around me, um, is The Mindset Mentor. Mm. 
Haven't heard. Okay, uh, tell me about it. Um, it's it's they're very short. I love them. They're like twenty minute podcasts that I used to listen on my way to. Because so on my journey of me trying to figure out what it was that I wanted to do, I was working at Whole Foods and it was a thirty minute commute. I would listen to one of those every single morning on the way there. Um, and it's just figuring out your mindset, what it is that you want to do, who you want to become. Um, and I mean kind of mindset if you want to start a business how to do that how to view your life how it's mindset um it was it helped me a lot very short quick podcast that I loved um and it and it motivated me and inspired me in a lot of ways and I think definitely had an impact on where I am today beautiful the mindset mindset mentor Mm -hmm. And 20, 30 minutes. So I mean, most people are doing either a commute or a walk or something like mm -hmm. that. And yeah. it's feeding feeding your brain constantly and just little little bits. And I mean, I'm listening to, now I'm listening to, I think, what's it's on the Tony Robbins breakthrough thing. And it's one of the courses, I think it's on relationships. So I'm just listening to a bunch. And now a lot of it I do know, but then you always wait for that one little bit of information that can change it. Yes, exactly. You know, it's, it's just it's incredible. It could be like, you could be listening to the same thing over and over again. Every single time you're going to take something different out of it. You reread a book, you're going to get different information from it. Ooh, 100%. Podcasts, it's a lot of the time. And I, and I even said, I think it was in my first episode. It's like a lot of the times you're going to hear the same things or similar things, different stories, but you're going to hear it in the way that you needed to hear it at that moment. Hmm. And yeah, sometimes you're it. not ready to hear it's, hmm. Your brain's not ready to receive it. Exactly. So like, and then one day you'll hear it again. And it's like, I know I've heard this, but it finally clicked. Like it just yeah. like, <laughs> you know, it's also like, it's also like watching movies, like some movies you can watch when you're, let's say eight or 15. And then even now I rewatch a lot of movies. I mean, specifically Disney movies, because they're generally geared more towards a younger audience mm -hmm. and seeing now like the kind of the theory, the explanation, like, for example, I watched the Avengers, let's say mm. your movie. I love the series. Yes. And, you know, when you're 15, like 10 years ago, you're watching it and all you think is, oh, battles, bad, good. Violence. But then later on, I mean, and I'm a very, uh, I study philosophy like mm -hmm. very heavily. Yeah. And then you see the different philosophical implications or philosophical ideas being explored within mm -hmm. this movie that when you're younger, you just think, oh, it's just a bad guy who wants to destroy the universe and a okay. good guys who want to protect it. And you learn <laughs> that it's not as black and white. Yes, exactly. Oh, kids, movie, kids movies are so deep. Like, so deep. Oh my god! I mean, so I just watched. Uh, I just watched Tarzan again. Oh, Tarzan! Yeah. I mean, only because he's kind of my cousin. But yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Although I, I did get called Tarzan, I was uh -huh. in DC. Now someone said, "Man, you look just like Tarzan." I'm like, thank you. I think that's a compliment. I'll, I'll take it. it. Definitely. Yeah, Somebody I mean, yesterday called me. She was like, you look like a Latina Marilyn Monroe. And I was like, thank you. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I never got so, that one before. <laughs> definitely got to leverage that. Wow. You definitely got to leverage that. And so um, Yeah. She was, she, she just like stopped and she's like, I just, just, just came to me. Um, yeah. But yes, the kids yeah, movies yeah. are very, very philosophical. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I have you very philosophical. Yeah. yeah soul is amazing yeah oh my goodness that movie oof. my, my brother-in-law got me to see it yeah wow absolutely beautiful i remember one of my friends one of my friends was like i didn't personally like it but i feel like you'd like it. it's all about finding your purpose and stuff and i'm like 
it was absolutely beautiful though. I just thought it was funny the way she worded it. No, it definitely was, yeah, definitely very beautiful. Right. Okay. So yeah, powerful then. I, I love the mindset mentor. Um, that one just gets you, it's like that daily conditioning, the daily yeah. bread, you know, feed mm-hmm. your mind 20, 30 minutes a day. Mm-hmm. Love the films, the audacity to be queen, you're a badass, the king within. Um, yeah, all, all absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Any any other ones you want to slip in before we continue? Just towards Not the that end? I can think of right now. No, I'm sure there's a lot more, but <laughs> I mean, the ones that come to your mind at the moment, those are those the best. Are the main ones. Yeah. What's uh What's next for Miss Sophia? And actually, Sophia is my niece's name. I don't know if I really? told you. That. Yeah, and I mean, you know, a Sophia where it's the right from? Yes. The wisdom. Yep, wisdom. Exactly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From from Greek, and it's funny because I. My sister, she was doing a few months and then we were talking about names mm-hmm. and then she was just saying Sophia. I said, oh, Sophia is beautiful. You know, it means wisdom in Greek. Mm-hmm. She goes, really? Wow. And then a few months later has her baby. Doesn't tell us what name she picked. It said Sophia. I'm like, yes. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> it's a beautiful name and yes. you can't go wrong with Sophia. <laughs> so what is, what is next for, I mean, Miss Wisdom, Sophia, mm-hmm. whatever you want to go by. Yeah. What, what's next for you? Um, what is next for me? Um, I am building up my business and that's actually, I paused, I paused it for a while where I had my clients, but I didn't look for more. And that's where I fell into this, um, uncertainty in a way and kind of saw it like that comfort with somebody else in, in um, opportunity and after UPW, I realized that I was hiding and that um, I wasn't following what my mission is and I couldn't do that. And so I parted ways and now we're building up So Fit Move Fit again. And um, I'm really excited about it. Like very, very excited to be able to help women find that love and that confidence and within themselves, find that inner beauty that they really, really hold because then like if they allow that to shine through, uh, it's it's gonna be a beautiful world. <laughs> Absolutely, I mean, we need more of that and more uh, empowerment for women, especially teenage girls where it's just uh, an epidemic and incredible. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm excited to see where it goes. You said SoFit movement? So fit, yeah. yes. It was actually, it came up because one day I was at the gym with one of my friends and or two of my friends when we were working out and then so uh people always make plays on my name and so and he goes ah so fit and I was like I love it and I was like if one day I open I'm like when I open my business this was like years ago I'm gonna call it so fit movement and I'm gonna call it so fit and um that's how it started <laughs> no, beautiful. I love it and I mean just the name the plan words so fit it's a health uh-huh. Uh, and you uh-huh. are it's so fit like uh-huh. oh so fit yeah you want to be so fit come join so fit with so yeah, <laughs> yeah. <And> fit body <laughs> fit mind fit health a fit spirit just fit in every aspect um so that's that's the business aspect of things okay within myself um continue growing continue mm-hmm. healing continue um knowing that this journey never ends like there's never going to be a day that we're going to be like you know what I'm done healing I'm done growing um Mm. because there's always I feel like this healing journey it's just uncovering layers and every time like Like an onion like an onion exactly an endless onion I would guess (laughs) 
that was my uh, my reference for the Shrek fans. You know, anyone who's <laughs> Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, so continue growing because yeah. it's so essential to keep on seeking that inner growth. And I always say, like, I don't think I could feel more at peace or happier. And then I discover or I uncover something or I heal from something or I start the healing process in a certain process and I feel more me. Um, mm. And and I think that's beautiful. Like right now, I just went to this retreat, the women's retreat um, right after date with Destiny. It sounds like I'm a seminar. You're, yeah, you're, you're <laughs> in a retreat. I promise. Yeah, I mean, it's UPW, D, uh, DW, Day with Destiny, uh, this women's retreat, and then the other one, the trade something? The trade seminar, yes. Trade seminar. Yeah. I mean, that's great. Uh, Keep the momentum. It's compounding yeah. and a lot of action. That's great. Definitely. Um, but at that at that retreat, I went for, it was it was like a women's business retreat. And I, and but it was very spiritual as well. We had a shaman come in and um, yes, uh, that's a whole wow. nother story. That's so great. I mean, the one shaman I'm the most familiar with only because, I mean, in D.C. in the news is mm. the, the shaman who went into the Capitol and he had the horns on his head. Oh, I uh, don't know about that. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, different conversation. Uh, basically, yeah. there was the, the, like the, the event at the Capitol, mm -hmm. like the U.S. Capitol. There was a guy who went in. He had horns on his head oh, okay. and he was dubbed the shaman. So it's mm. nice to know there is a different uh connotation a different association and this yeah, then oh, maybe was it the same guy no <laughs> no <laughs> very different missions different missions he, yes definitely uh <laughs> absolutely wonderful she walked in i literally i didn't know who she was and i got chills but they give off a different energy and you know with master co all of the energy work and everything yeah, yep. um but i healed from something that i didn't know i had to heal from and it was like a weight was lifted off of me and it sounds crazy, but this, if you look into energy work and energy healing, it is real because I experienced it before even knowing that it existed. Mm, wow. <laughs> and I felt it within mm. my body. It was absolutely amazing. But anyways, that was the point that I went into this business retreat and I was like, I did not expect any of this, but it was exactly what I needed. So really just this next year and everything opening myself up to everything and receiving everything with open arms because you never know what you're going to walk into and stepping into my true self being my true self and everything that I go into and having and living that beautiful state beautiful beautifully said a lot of uh, a lot of moves coming up very excited for what comes next of course where do people find you you said uh, uh Sophie um what's it a nice place to connect with them, to connect with you. Um, yes. So Instagram, I'm on there as Coach Sophie. Um, Coach Sophie, S-O-F-I. I mean, that's a little underscore. It's actually a really, I, you also know Sophie could be so, um, like, you know, lo-fi, right? That kind mm -hmm. of music. Yeah. Yeah. So like SoFi, it's like another kind of area of the music. So oh, I nice, love nice little turn. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Coach Sophie, and then Facebook, I'm on there, Sophia Salam, that's my last name. And um, if you're in Florida or in Boca Raton ever, then I'm right here. <laughs> are, are you are you Arabic? 
Uh, no, my family. So my dad's side of my family is Palestinian. So, but or, are you Arab? Are you Arab? Not Arabic. Are, are you Arab? Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I understood. Jeez, come on, <laughs> Bruce. Rookie. Oh my goodness. It's it's early. It's early. Come on. I get it. I get it. <laughs> you're saying you're some of your family is Palestinian. Yeah. So my dad's side. Um, like they're all, both Ecuadorian, but my dad's side, like my dad's grandfather's family comes from Bethlehem. Palestine. So your great grandfather. Yes. Is, oh, wow. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah, that's why the, the eyebrows, the dark oh, features. The eyebrows. Oh, I didn't. I mean, oh, okay. Okay. Bethlehem, yeah. the, uh, the house of bread, right? As they say. House of bread. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Excellent. Okay. So yeah, Sophia, Salam, Coach Sophie, and I'll put this stuff down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and anywhere else or that's more for now that's where i am i am building up my website and everything right now so. yeah beautiful you know day by day um that's you know before the last question just want to say uh, of course thank you for coming on but also just in general for yourself uh i think the gratitude other people can have is you know, other latinas who are listening to this or other people who are s- struggling with taking care of their health and going through it with means that are really counterintuitive and just actually destructive. And thanks mm-hmm. for going on the journey and figuring out what is necessary to actually be healthy. And I mean, just taking the initiative to turn your pain into passion and ultimately serving others, which always comes back and even gives your life, from what I perceive, a stronger sense of purpose, uh, the, the pull that comes from that, and also the courage that also came from leaving something that you love, but you weren't passionate about which yes. definitely it's, it's awesome. Um, keep it up. Yeah, just incredible. Thank you. Thank you. Gratitude is so strong. That's something that I think we all need to practice a little bit every single day. hundred percent. Just did my priming. So we're good to go. Yeah. That's <laughs> Thank you so much. The, the last section that we like to just conclude on is a, you know, a little nugget of wisdom uh, to elevate like Zeus. So mm-hmm. uh, the story of Zeus, just in very short summation, uh, you know, I mean, as you know, born to Cronus and viewed him as a threat. So he was outcasted, um, lived with the everyday common people, worked his way back up through trials, tribulations, challenges, and managed to ultimately, you know, free his siblings who Cronus uh, swallowed and became Zeus. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what nugget of wisdom would you be able to give for someone who really they have the inner potential, they have the ability to do incredible things? but they're either in a place where they, they sense that all is lost mm. or that they just need a, a boost. What's a negative wisdom that Coach Sophie, Sophie mm-hmm. can, can give them to help them out? I think if you feel lost, choose one aspect that you want to become better in and choose one habit, one thing. And it's uh, something that we call the seven-day contract where it's stick to it for seven days. And it could be the smallest thing where if you feel completely down and just you want to start on your health journey, you don't know where, eat a vegetable at a meal every day for seven days and start very small because when you start small, it's going to make those things seem a lot more doable. If you try to do everything all at once, where it's I'm going to eat healthy, I'm going to exercise every single day and I'm going to wake up at 5 a.m. and I'm going to go to sleep at 8 o'clock and I'm going to read a book every single day you're going to get so overwhelmed Mm. and and it's going to make it seem impossible, but really it is possible. And 
really the only person that needs to believe in you is you because a lot of times people feel like they don't have that support or they feel like they don't they need all that if you feel like you don't have support <laughs> there's so many people out there that are willing to give you all that love and support and I if you want to reach out to me on Instagram like I'm always there to help and I have so many people that I haven't worked with but being able to motivate them and inspire them a little bit is absolutely beautiful but start small like one little thing one little action can take you so so far beautiful baby steps a little action and see where it goes and seven day contract Mm -hmm. the just just got to sign that contract and if you see that you can stick to it for seven days it's like okay this is and then it's like you elongate it little by little and it's and then you add one little thing and like those like that's why it was okay i'm gonna drink a cup of water um eight cups of water a day or i'm gonna drink a cup of water when i wake up during this during Mm -hmm. this and it's like okay i was able to do that what else can i do Mm -hmm. but it shows you that you have to start keeping those promises to yourself. And um, as as people were so used to giving and especially the feminine, the feminine um, aspect, we're so used to giving and giving and giving that women have stopped to learn how to receive. Hmm. And you have to give to yourself and you have to show up for yourself the same way that you show up at four o'clock because you had that appointment with somebody else make those appointments with yourself and keep those promises. Cause once you start keeping those promises to yourself, you're going to build up that self-trust. Hmm. That was a, that was a masterclass. That was a masterclass we just gave. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, well, yeah. To your point of how you actually construct uh, the aspect of how you can give the, the mm-hmm. gratitude mm-hmm. and the action steps, the small baby steps and how it, how it compounds. Mm-hmm. Super simple, but you know, the, we, we make it more complicated than it needs to be. And just yeah. like you're saying, baby steps, take the small exactly. action. We like to complicate things. <laughs> we do, we do. It's why it's easier to complicate things than to make them simple. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Yeah, kind of yeah. weird. But excellent. I loved it. Uh, Seven-day contract. Um, I'm actually going to take that into note. Before the new year, you have about a week. So, What is your goal? Oh, my goodness. Many goals. <laughs> Many goals. I actually would like to have, just off the bat, uh, before the new year starts, have like three, I don't like saying the word clients. I mean, I know that's just semantics, uh, but I mean, I'll play the game. Having clients, uh, people that I work with that are like people that I will work with into 2022 20, and beyond, but just to keep that momentum going. Because Definitely. now I am helping people just with mindset, with questions, with ideas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't, I love doing it even for free, but, you know, at the end of the day, we do got to eat. You know, and there's got to be some of that stuff. So just uh, finding a way to tie that in. But yeah, that's, I mean, out of the many goals, that's one that I think resonates with us both since we're both in this area. Uh, to, have, to have three people to work with and really solidify that. Uh, but baby stuff. We'll have this in recording. So now you have to go make it happen. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Shoot. So it was a trap. It was a trap. <laughs> you see? That's why I usually keep things to myself. No, it's great. And no, you're totally right. You're totally right. Um, I'm going to write that seven-day contract. Each day, reach out to someone. Seven-day contract, yeah. And and that's where it's make it goals that you're in control of. A lot of people, like when I ask my clients, what's your goal this week? They tell me, lose two pounds. And I'm like, no, make it something that you are in control of, where it's maybe you're not necessarily in control of if the clients sign on or not, but 
I'm going to take the actions that can get you there. So for them, I always say, um, are you going to get your steps in? Are you going to get in your balanced meals? Are you going to like, what is it that you're going to do the habits that you can build that are going to get you to that goal? Because even though the two pounds was specific, uh, there wasn't necessarily the action step. Because mm-hmm. I exactly. just lose weight, but like, no, be specific. Okay, lose two pounds. Because you're Wait not necessarily second. in control of like if you lose the two pounds or not, but you're in control of the actions that you take in order to mm. get you there. Okay, so you're not in control of the outcome. Mm-hmm. You're more in control of the process or mm-hmm. whatever you can input exactly. to give yourself the best chance to achieve that outcome. Yes. And like, I mean, like you can lose the two pounds, but it could be in two weeks instead of one. But if you know that you're taking all the steps that to get you there and you're doing everything in your power to get you there, the same thing like with the clients, if you're taking calls and you're messaging and you're reaching out and everything, you know that you're doing everything in your power to get you there too. Like you can still focus on getting those clients. Definitely. I'm not telling you not to. (laughs) Please do. Um, They need your help. Um, but also it's like, okay, let me focus on the action steps that are going to get me there too. Mm, beautiful. So uh, I, I love it. Love it. Take the action steps, uh, baby steps. Yes. And, and see where things go. Well, I think, I think we'll wrap up there. Until at least next time. Uh, Miss Sophia, I'll say, gracias. Shukran. Thank you for, for coming on. I, everyone, I hope you really enjoyed Sophia today. Give us a lot of wisdom about health, about, I mean, the psychology different recommendations, how to be a queen, a badass, how to become the king within. Yes. I mean, these are just incredible. We need Guru, kings in this world. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Well, thank you so much again for coming on. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And until next time, uh, Zeus with Bruce. Adios.